Welcome to episode 20. This is your host, Derek Chaser, where chasing the Walt Disney World Resort magic is a reality. I hope everyone had a great week, and without further ado, let's start the show. I am being joined today by fellow co-host Mindy Chaser, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about some new happenings in the Chaser's Newsreel, our top five quick service restaurantes at Disney World, and the Chaser's Tidbit, and Captain Cook's at the Polynesian in the Chasers Restaurant Review. Housekeeping. I don't have any housekeeping. Mindy, do you have any housekeeping? Nope. I'm just surviving December with second graders and three kids at home. So this is definitely the highlight of my night. <laughs> All right. Cool. That that. Well, not not the whole surviving part, but cool that uh, we're going to have a little bit, fun, little bit of fun here in the next hour yeah. or so. So uh, without further ado, then we'll jump right into uh, this week's news stories. And there was a lot of news that just broke yesterday, and that's what we're going to be focusing on in today's Chasers Newsreel. And all these stories can be found on DisneyParks.Disney.Go.com. And I will let you take the first one, Mindy. I have been waiting to hear this. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, set to open March 4th, 2020 at Disney's Hollywood Studios. We are so excited about Absolutely. this ride. Um, Jennifer Fickley Baker wrote this story. In a special presentation Tuesday at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, Disney Parks Experience and Products Chairman Bob Chapik announced Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will open March 4th at Disney's Hollywood Studios. This will be the first Disney ride-through attraction <clears throat> featuring Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse that will draw guests inside a Mickey cartoon for a fun-filled adventure where mouse rules apply and anything can happen. Um, stay tuned to the Disney Parks blog for future updates and progress of this attraction. We have been waiting for this. Yeah, It's like the new um, Mickey shorts. And it was originally supposed to open this spring or summer and then they were focusing... It's Rumor had it they were focusing so much on getting Galaxy's Edge opened up yeah. that you know they had to move some of the engine you know some of their Imagineers. They're busy. But uh, I'm very excited, and for those that don't know, this is in the Chinese Theater at Hollywood Studios, and it is what is taking over um, what was previously the Great Movie Ride. Yep. And uh, so it's a huge space. Um, I'd imagine they're probably going to keep the same ride vehicles, I mean, that were probably there because they were pretty good for the Great Movie Ride. Yeah, they're probably focusing um, more on the animation. And, uh, you know, in the Great Movie Ride, it had, you know, the two sides that went in there with your two adventures. So I'm wondering, you know, if uh, they'll be able to get a lot of people through fast like they used to on the Great Movie Ride because it's a very large building mm -hmm. and there's a lot that goes on in there. So uh, Big vehicles, too. I will uh, <clears throat> be excited to see how it all how it all plays out for sure. So I thought that was really cool news. Very exciting. Um, coming out. Also announced um, yesterday was Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser to debut in 2021 at Walt Disney World Resort as wow. well. And Can't the star, and this was uh, done by a Jeremy Schoolfield. And uh, this article was written by Jeremy. And Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser will begin transporting you from Walt Disney World Resort in Florida to a galaxy far, far away beginning in 2021. Walt Disney Imagineering announced tonight that this is a new type of immersive vacation that, on, not only, that only Disney could create, a two-night cruise-style itinerary where you'll become the hero of your own adventure and an experience that surrounds you 24-7 in Star Wars storytelling. 
in a new artist concept rendering just released and the picture of it is above in this article if you guys go to the blog to check it out you get a first look at what you'll see when you arrive for your Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser vacation the Galactic Star Cruiser terminal is where you'll begin your Star Wars experience whether you show up via personal vehicle Disney transportation or by a land speeder curbside check-in prepares you to leave Earth behind jump to light speed and begin your Star Wars story from the Star Cruiser terminal you will enter an exclusive launch pad or launch pod sorry for travel up to the Halcon, your your Star Cruiser in a galaxy far, far away. Through the pod's viewports, it looks as though you are traveling through space, Mindy, to approach mm. the massive ship that is too much that is much too large to land on any planet. A spaceport of call to Black Spire Outpost is included in your itinerary, where special passenger transports take you to the planet Batu, also known as the destination, which is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And to get from Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser to Star Wars Galaxy Edge and back, you'll remain fully in story as you step aboard the transport ships designed specifically for this new immersive experience, which you can see in the artist concept rendering above, released today. It will connect you directly to a spaceport at Black Spire Outpost on Batu, where the story began and the Star Cruiser will continue and evolve while exploring the 14-acre land at Disney's Hollywood <coughs> Studios. And to sign up for and receive updates and exciting new details as they're released on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, you can uh, go to Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser.com. I think this is definitely going to be something that is going to definitely uh, interest the diehard star, you know, Star Wars lover for sure. And you know, they're going, they're going all in two yeah. days. And I think that they're probably like, okay, two days because I think much more than that would probably be too much mm -hmm. for people to kind of go like out of reality, right? Um, because I'd imagine that they would probably heavily frown upon. And I don't know this because the details aren't available. But if you're supposed to stay in character, I'm guessing that. Mm -hmm you might not be like you know you'll be pretty much out of pocket mm -hmm. for the 48 hours that you're on this adventure so uh any any uh, thoughts on that mindy someone will really like it that someone will not be me that someone will not be you wow you know you, you don't want to go for two days no hang out on absolutely a, not hang out on, I'll, a I'll star go cruiser, <laughs> on a star cruiser and Get all yeah. cosplayed up and get all dressed Which, up. You know, this is put your hair in like little buns no. and be a no. Princess Leia. You, no. you don't want to do that? No, thanks. All right. All right. Someone will love it, okay. and that's good. And it okay. might be someone that's not a typical Disney fan. So I can understand, you know, trying something different. Kick off the next one for us, man. Just announced Mickey Shorts Theater debuts March 2020 in Disney's Hollywood Studios. I love the Mickey Mouse cartoon shorts. So I am really excited for the new Mickey Shorts Theater on its way to Disney's Hollywood Studios, which I can now share will open in March of 2020. This is Jeremy Schoolfield again writing this article. And he's saying basically from the artist concept rendering above, the interior of the theater will evoke the same wacky fun of the Disney Channel cartoon series. You'll see an original short in the same style, plus have the chance to take your picture in special photo locations. So that's really cool. Next year is going to be a big one for Mickey Mouse at Disney's Hollywood Studios. In addition to the new theater, 
experience, you're also going to get to experience Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is the very first ride-through attraction at Disney in Disney history, featuring the true originals. So stay tuned, and there will probably be more and more coming in the weeks and months ahead. And it looks really cool. cool. The picture, it looks like the uh, chairs are Mickey Mouse. <clears throat> From the back, it's his shorts that he always wears, and then uh, where your head would rest is is, is, is colored black. So they got the whole thing themed to uh, Mickey. So I think that's really cool. And I'll we'll definitely have to check it out in 2020 for mm -hmm. sure when it uh when next time we're there so uh the next story um by uh, jennifer fickley baker and it's something that i know our kids would absolutely yes. love and it brings out the kid in me because i remember growing up watching this show disney's ducktales world showcase adventure announced for play disney parks mobile app at can you Epcot. do that again Oh my. Yeah, o only for you though. <laughs> Our favorite web footed family is heading to Epcot. Disney's DuckTales World Showcase Adventure invites, invites guests to join Scrooge McDuck, Donald, Launchpad, Webby, and the nephews in search of a priceless treasure. Using the Play Disney Parks mobile app, guests take a trip around World Showcase, discovering exotic destinations, exciting mysteries, and maybe even a few thieves, villains, and supernatural guardians of ancient artifacts. This will be the next iteration of a popular interactive scavenger hunt around world showcase guests have enjoyed for years as they experience the magic of possibility at epcot and then stay tuned until they have uh, more that um gets released on this and this is going to be uh, the the latest iteration is agent p doesn't really say like when though does it um doesn't have a date. Doesn't have a date. We heard it was coming. I but heard. I, guess this is an official I heard that it was going to be in spring as okay. well. Um, from from some of the other articles that I have read. Yeah, so that'll be fun. I believe it's coming out in spring. Well, and lots uh, to look forward to. It'll be you know late 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 uh, March early spring probably Definitely. April May time frame. Um, so I'll let you kick off the next one. Beauty and the Beast sing-along and other new films debut at Epcot January 17th. Earlier this year, details on the new film experiences coming to Epcot were unveiled at the D23 Expo. And today, they are happy to share three of the new films that are debuting in January. Okay. We have Awesome Planet in the Land Pavilion, showcases the Earth's beauty and, a, and diversity in a 10-minute film feature with spectacular imagery in theater effects and original musical score from Academy Award-winning composer Stephen Price. You also have Beauty and the Beast Sing-Along, which is in the France Pavilion, and it's directed and produced by Don Han, producer of the animated live-action Beauty and the Beast films, and invites guests to participate in a twist on a tale as old as time. It features narration from Angela Lansbury, who played Mrs. Potts in the original film. And it's a sing-along that will run in rotation with the Impressions de France, which will receive an upgrade to 4K projection. Oh, that's cool. cool. So they're going to upgrade that. Then every other one or so, yeah, they're going to rotate back and, and forth. So yep. that's really neat. I want to watch A lot happening on in the France Pavilion um, And then days. they yeah. changed up the Canada... Um, it's called Canada Far and Wide and Circle Vision 360. And the Canada Pavilion is an update to the previous O Canada. So it's got new scenes, new music. 
um, just looks good. For more details, you can obviously check out the Disney Parks blog. All right. Oh, look at that car for real. Yeah, activity. the next story, um, and this one was also by Jeremy Schoolfield. Wow. First look so inside much. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure at Epcot. And the picture that is that we're looking at, it looks like uh, um, uh, Remy. It looks it looks it looks Cute. just like you know a mouse. It's yeah. like really neat looking. Um, and uh, Chef Remy is cooking up. Uh, up something special at uh, Epcot and we have a first look inside to share with you today. Walt Disney Imagineering is hard at work developing a new attraction for the Parks France Pavilion, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, planned to open in summer 2020. Based on Disney and Pixar's hit film Ratatouille, this family-friendly attraction will invite you to shrink down to the scale of a rat for a culinary adventure with Chef Remy. You'll race across Gastou's kitchen or Gastou or Gastau's kitchen floor aboard special trackless ride vehicles. We have to watch this so we can pronounce that right. This is one of the few Disney. I don't know um, that word. I've 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 never watched I've never watched this one yet. Ratatouille. I didn't either. Um, anyway, which you can see in the image at the top of this post, just released today as Disney Imagineers work on bringing this attraction to life. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is one of several new experiences coming to Epcot as part of the park's historic transformation already underway. To find out more about Epcot's future, click here and keep checking Disney's park blogs for more exciting updates like this. So, from what we've read so far, they have the three updates that are taking place at Epcot. And then also everything that is going on, exciting that was announced, that's going on over at uh, Hollywood Studios. So really cool. You know, a lot of a uh, lot of emphasis being placed on Epcot and uh, and Hollywood Studios. So that's very cool. Um, with uh, some really cool updates and attractions that are coming in. Definitely. And I'll kick this next one off, Mindy. Go for it. Um, our last story is that, uh, and this just would have just happened, um, I think, in this article. Yeah, December 4th. Uh, yeah, a couple hours ago. They actually, tomorrow is the first official day of um, dedicate, uh, tomorrow is the first official day Today's of opening up the Rise of the Resistance. So this is going to be open now to the public tomorrow. But today's the 4th. Today's the 4th. They dedicated it today, and it opens oh, up to everyone tomorrow. I On see. December 5th, Star Wars Rise of Resistance <sighs> will debut at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios as one of the most ambitious, advanced, and immersive experiences ever undertaken by Walt Disney Imagineering. And it guests will join the Resistance and depart for Batuu in a transport ship to meet General... Leia Organa at a secret rendezvous point. However, on their way to the hidden base, guests are intercepted and taken prisoner by the First Order as their ship is drawn into the hangar bay of a Star Destroyer. The action then ramps up as guests seek to escape the clutches of Kylo Ren and the First Order. Today, um, which would have been earlier today, they had a live um, dedication ceremony which happened at 6.55 Eastern on the Disney Parks blog. And they probably it might it's probably still up there if you go to check it out. And uh, um, everything I've heard, um, there's been a lot of reviews that have been out on that. A lot of uh, um, they had a media event earlier today, and I think maybe yesterday. And everything that I have heard about this ride, everyone's blown away. That yeah. this is just a home run. Um, 
some of the initial reviews that are coming out as that they didn't think it was possible to have a ride that is more advanced than Flight of Passage. Um, but a lot of the early reviews are saying that this is the new gym uh, and this is the must-do attraction across all theme parks across the United States. Mm. So it is getting rave, rave reviews. Mm. And I know that one scene in there, which is the one I'm looking at right now, it's literally the size of a football field and you walk in and then you're staring you know, down over like, I think there's like maybe a hundred stormtroopers. Wow. So uh, it is going to be quite, uh, you can't get a fast pass for it. Um, you have to wait it out. You're, you're gonna have to wait it out and uh, but now, um, this will be, this will uh, definitely be uh, um, everything now in Galaxy's Edge is pretty much done now, now that yeah. they've got this open. And I would imagine with as much people are going to be wanting to ride it, and anytime any new ride opens up, there's probably going to be times where the ride has to go down. And so I expect that. I'm going to go out and just say that right now. Happens. I think it's inevitable because... It's a new ride. They're probably still working out bugs. And not that they don't test these before they roll them out. It's just I think it's very difficult yeah. until you actually have, you know, thousands and thousands of people every day right. experiencing the, tra you know, attraction for it to, um, you know, get all the kinks worked out. That makes sense. So anything you want to add on that, Mindy? No. I guess I will... Uh check it out when we go there and we'll see what we think of it. It seems like everything we talked it's about today. Is really scary for like little ones? I don't think so. Like I don't think it's really a... Troopers, no, like, I don't think it's really a dark ride. It's just... Um, you know, though I'm sure they're going to have and we don't have it available for today's show, but normally if you go to the... Um, you know, Walt Disney World's website, they do rate attractions if they think it's a darker, scary oh, okay. attraction. That's right. So... Well, maybe they'll. But I really don't think. Sort of I don't really think it's it. going to be something that um, anyone needs to. Now there, there's going to be the height requirement. I didn't know if you. I would imagine right. as long as you pass the height requirement, you probably aren't going to be scared by okay. it. Okay. So, so maybe they made the height requirement um, a little tall. That would be that would be my guess because I do know that there is a a pretty <clears throat> substantial drop in the ride from what I've read. So, <clears throat> um, wow. kind of kind of a roller, roller coaster about type. That. So, wow. um, that's cool. So I would imagine that you know you're not gonna, obviously there's not going to be babies on it because um, you you're going to be, be buckled in and yeah and there's going to be you know twists and turns if you will. So. I don't even mean babies like I just mean like Annabelle. No, <laughs> like, no, she'd be fine. You think she wouldn't care? Oh, it's Star Wars, Mindy. Not not nothing on Star Wars is, in my humble opinion, is is anything that's really inappropriate at all. I, I mean everything yeah. on Disney Plus and they it's got a the man. Scary. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think. Okay. I don't think so. Um, okay. But, uh, but yeah, um, with that, um, anything else from any of the news stories that we talked about? Very exciting. Lots of news coming out just in time for the 50th anniversary, I think. And I think we're going to be able to um, definitely, when we go in late spring, early summer for our next trip, we're definitely going to be able to check all the stuff out yeah. that we talked about today all that should be open Galaxy's so or the rise of resistance i'm sure so uh um, cool. very exciting all right today's chasers tidbit we're going to talk about uh our top five quick service restaurants um at uh, walt disney world and we're going to go in reverse order and the first one that uh um that we have is uh satouli canteen 
um, located in at Pandora at uh, Animal Kingdom in the world of Avatar. And this is just a really, really neat themed, uh, you know, restaurant. Um, it's and it's just the the food. They have a lot of like what I consider to be like protein bowls. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how else to really kind of to give you an idea of a couple of the items that are on the menu. They, oh, they have, have bowls. Yeah. Yeah. They're calling them. I, there might be rice in them though. You know, it's. Uh, but they definitely have creative um, food offerings. Not a lot of basics, so that's that's kind of neat um, for the more. Um, they call them combination bowls. They got a grilled beef and a chicken bowl. Yeah. And then you know they mix it with uh, um, vegetables. I think they have just more adventurous and, type yeah. foods, but even that, like, definitely things that that I like. And I would definitely say it's not going to totally, you know, break break your bank by any Ugh. stretch of the imagination. But this would be a very good util utilization if you're on the Disney dining plan for a quick service oh, credit. for sure. Because some of these, like Probably this combination bowl is, is $16.99. I mean, obviously, you know, some people said that you can split the bowls. They but even have, like, that sample platter. I know it's expensive, but that, if you have a big group of people... right. Like, I'm not saying us, because I don't know if our kids would eat it, so it wouldn't really be yeah, worth like it for us. seven, eight people with you or but something, But if you yeah. have a big group, and then you have, like, this sample platter, it is $75, but just think, let's say you have a nice big group of people, you guys all share, I don't know, I mean, and then you get to try four proteins, so, that, you know, and it comes with vegetable slaw and four non-specialty beverages, so... I mean, that's kind of cool. They definitely have a plant-based. Their kids is a little more adventurous. So, I mean, that might be a little bit on the adventure side. But I think if you go down further, they do have, they have a couple an all-beef hot dog. Yeah. And they have a cheeseburger steamed pod, which might... And I know you can just quesadilla. Like, I yeah. can see Animal eating that. And you can get the cheeseburger pods for the adults, too. Oh, yeah. Um, that was what was originally on the menu. But if you ask for it, you can still get it. There's a lot of, like, the original uh, items that were on some of these uh, mm -hmm. menus that a lot of people that have been there know to ask for. And they still make them. They just don't have them on the menu. Gotcha. Um, well, don't be afraid to ask if you think you might want a cheeseburger steamed pod. Because that was all the rage yes, there for absolutely. a while. Kind of surprised they took it off. And uh, then they've got a gamut of, you know, special themed drinks, um, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic. So um, just just a great, great overall uh, um, place to place to go visit and, uh, you know, either eat, have a drink. What, what what are you thinking, man? I was just like looking for the one drink, and I was thinking if it was there or not. That has like those little circles in it. Oh, the bubble balls. Um, I don't further down. Um, it would be in here because it's a non-alcoholic drink. Yeah, I thought um, I saw it there. Now I don't. I thought I saw it on the very front of this thing. Where would you get that? There is, I know what you're talking about. That drink I, I don't that know. our friend likes. Yeah, but I think it's in a kiosk. Oh. But I, I don't think it's at such a really canteen. Like, if you go back Could to the be. main cover of it. Okay. Let's go back. I just okay. saw it pictured, I thought, but maybe I'm wrong. Anyhow, they've got creative food items there, so 
If you like to try really exciting things, Pongu Pongu, oh, that's not, that's not Satuli Canteen, that's just in Avatar. Yeah, but now, well, we'll go, now that you mentioned it, I'm going to I just think that is that's something at. that people it's, should uh, go try. It's a drink, non-alcoholic, it's called the Pongu Pongu, or it's at Pongu Pongu. Pongu Pongu, wet your whistle at the popular drink stand. Yeah, okay, it's a drink stand. Pongu At Pandora. And Pandora. And, so, uh, they have that drink that's that purple and green one. So, anyhow, go to that drink stand in Pandora and get one of those Night Blossoms, I think it's called. Yeah. I think it's called the Night Blossom. And people just are love it. Very fruity, refreshing. So, anyway. Sorry to get off track there, but... No, it's okay. It made me think of it, and I'm like, I, I definitely want people to know that oh, if you're at Animal Kingdom, try it. But a very solid option mm -hmm. if, if, if you're at Animal Kingdom. And especially, like I said, with some of the prices on those, um, I think it's a little bit on the higher side um, of pricing for quick service. So definitely worth a one table. But you never know. You might share because you might share. you're like, That's true too. hey, we don't need a lot of food. We just need a little something. So let's just share a couple different things and then... You know, it's a pl it's a place to get out of the heat, and you don't have to eat a ton. Right, absolutely. Uh, number four, we did a deep dive into this one last week, so we won't spend too much yeah. time on it today. It's but for but for those that haven't listened awesome to uh, episode nineteen, in the Magic Kingdom and Frontierland, Pecos Spill, Tall Tale, and in a Cafe comes in at number four for us, and uh, um, it's just. It's it's just great. They got a bunch of. They have an amazing um, toppings bar. Yeah, is what you call People that. Go nuts over that. The toppings bar that they have, and it's they serve tacos and nachos. Um, so it is definitely Mexican that cuisine. Everyone in our family likes. And uh, you know the prices on this are fifteen bucks and under. So it not, once again, not terrible. Nothing nothing too terrible. Um, but we won't spend any more time on it only because we just did a huge deep dive last week for those that were listening. Um, so that's over at Magic Kingdom and Frontierland. Number three, which is a must do, and we end up going there once every trip about. Yeah. If, if we're there we for multiple never, days. If it's a five day if, if it's a five day trip or more, um, we definitely always check it out. And number three, it is um, on Main Street USA at Magic Kingdom. Casey's Corner. Mindy, why don't you kind of go over a little bit what Casey's has to offer. Casey's, they basically, their main item is hot dogs. Right. So, I guess if you don't like hot dogs, eh, I don't know. They do have like a mac and cheese thing and some good fries. But, um, really good hot dogs. We have shared a hot dog. Oliver loves the corn dog nuggets. Yep. Um, there's macaroni and cheese. Uh, they have chili cheese, different things. That's what we normally get, isn't it? The chili cheese dog. Uh, we got the chili, but I I said, could we just get it with no cheese? I mean, just with the. I mean, we get the chili well, we on it. We got the chili though, one. Right? We got foot long, and then we right. cut it in half and shared it. And then it's thirteen forty nine, and it comes with fries. And then between the two of us, we shared it, so it was a really good value. Now Oliver, you know, he's ten years old, but he wants his own meal, and he gets the corn dog nuggets, and he gets and he eats it all. And this landed on the menu. Or on our top five I do want to state a couple months ago it was very short-lived they actually pulled the foot-long hot dogs and yeah. they had smaller that, they did not, that did not last long I'm right. sure that the you complaints that share. they got the complaints that they got were like no 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 
Casey's is known for foot-long yeah. hot dogs. You're on vacation. I, I mean, it's not like I eat a foot-long hot dog when I eat hot dogs all the time. But when I'm on vacation, over all the years we've been there, Mindy, I, I'm like, if I went to Casey's and they didn't have a foot-long hot dog, I'd be let down because Did they that's, have them when we went? They or did. They off when we no, went? they they had them this okay, summer when I we remember. went. And then literally, I think it was August, September time frame, somewhere in there, they tried or, hmm. you know, for like a month or two, they went away from the foot-long hot dogs. Did they have like a, at Christmas time over here, they have like a hot dog every day, a specialty hot dog every day or they something? They did last year. I don't know if they're doing, I don't know if they're like, I don't know. and they called it the 12 dogs of Christmas. And because every month at Casey's, there's a new themed hot dog. So what they did last year, at least, was they had three. One every day. One one every one different one every day <laughs> rotating it, and uh, um, yeah, yeah, the twelve it was and it was the twelve dogs of Christmas, and uh, well, I think it was uh, um, Tim Tracker. Tim Tracker was was the On was YouTube. the vlogger that actually that was funny, and he I don't know why ate one every day, but like we would we literally watched those vlogs and so got a kick got a kick out of watching. So we need a hot dog. I don't, I it makes don't no know. sense. I think but, it's because it's Disney. Yeah, but it just was cool to see the different. Yeah. themed hot dogs they Look had. Look at that. Fried pickle loaded fries. That's different. I feel like that wasn't there the last time we were there. No, that definitely. That's different. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I'd like it or not. And they changed. The one thing that's a given to be on there is is the, you know, the foot long hot dog, the all beef hot dog. Oh, itself. yeah. Totally. Um, it's, that would be. But what we typically do. So good. Um, especially when we're not on the meal plan. Uh, Mindy and I will sit there and we will literally get one of these hot dogs yeah. and it's hot when we go yeah. to so um, you're not super hungry uh, and we just you know let the foot long will be like let's say the foot long's like 12 bucks we cut the sucker in half yeah, it's 13 and you know and and it's plenty it's plenty mm -hmm. and it comes with fries too yeah I'm pretty sure it comes with fries and yeah I think they're like shoestring fries there's nothing they're really good so they're good they're just I mean, like the Typical Disney quick service fries, but there's but it, they're very tasty. We we always enjoy it. The kids love it, and it is we always find ourselves there. Um, but uh, they, they also have, have like a they have the cute like that yeah. that I didn't buy it the last time, but it was like a Mickey Mouse sipper for his anniversary or whatever. Yeah, they do have a lot of that so stuff. So if they have that the next time we go, I might get it. And if there's anyone kind of like uh, with the Kentucky uh, Derby, I've, obviously. It's non-alcoholic because the majority, unless you're at a table service, there's a couple um, restaurants that do where you can get a beer or a glass of wine at uh, um, Magic Kingdom, but you can't at any of the quick service spots, but they do have a frozen mint julep mm. and uh, um, lemonade and refreshing. and uh, just, just something that's an option. And if you wanted a dessert here, they've got brownies. Brownies are their big things. And like what you said, maybe. I don't think they're anything they like crazy special. They're just like a no. typical brownie. But, I mean, if you're on quick service and you get a dessert. You got a dessert. They definitely. do have plant-based, I saw, down there, too. So yeah, if and you're into that, they So have they would it. have a plant-based hot dog. So uh, And they so call you know. it the sausage dog and the loaded slaw dog. Yeah. So. So you got um, plenty of choices there. Very cool. I'll let you kick number two off, Mindy, because this is also something that oh, you get every trip. Jam. Even this is one that you get <laughs> even if we're going on an abbreviated trip when we're in Epcot. Yeah. But uh, I'll let you kick off talking a little bit about uh, the next one. The la the like literally the number two and the number one are like my absolute I know. favorite places. And they're, to go they're must do's. I know they're must do's. Actually, for really, I mean, the top three are ones that I feel like we do every time we go. Um, right. 
This is La, La Cantina de San Angel. And, oh, it's Mexican food again. Apparently, I really am interested in Mexican food when I'm at Disney. And where's it located at, man? crazy much into Mexican food normally, but it's in Epcot in the Mexican Pavilion. Yeah. So, not a trip goes by that I don't stop off at Epcot and get some nachos. They're really, really good. They are awesome, and they're huge portion you can share. Um, they have churros. They even have chicken nuggets for your picky kids. Um, they have guacamole. They have very much um, traditional Mexican cuisine, whereas Pecos Bill is maybe not quite so yeah. traditional. They have I a, mean, the, their seasoned beef is going to be the barbacoa, it, it's and, and it's very, not and it's not like ground beef. And I know you've told the story of Oliver yeah. on this on the it, on the I podcast. Mean, he was very picky about but, it. Uh, I thought they were delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, just absolutely. And we always split the nachos. I mean, yeah, you and I can so split. so good. But let's see here if we can find the nachos. They're right there, 13 bucks. You know, and once again, this is a shareable. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a shareable, um, and neither one of us were. Actually, we ate these, I think, before. We ate them as a snack, but it could have been a meal. Yeah. And we had them for a snack. And we didn't even actually finish them all, which is horrible, because we were going to be eating a early supper. And I think at that time that was over at Rose and Crown that day. Yeah, we but I there, just but, had to have those nachos. But you're like, can we get the nachos? And you're like, I'm hungry. I'm like, yeah, let's well, get the nachos. I was starving, and, and I had to have the nachos. So we did. And, That's you know, and, and my humble opinion, if you're on vacation and it's and it's your thing, you know, to do, um, I think that it pairs really well with a, uh, um, a Takati or a Dosa Case. Or a mango frozen margarita. Or a margarita. Delicious. They got margaritas there too, but uh, blood orange margarita. Yeah, they've wow. got they got all they got all the different like you said That's all the cool. all the popular, and then for the kids they have like Miss Mickey ice cream bars and the churros like you were mm-hmm. mentioning, man. And for kids meals, Animal I mean they, they even got mac and cheese. Yeah. But it looks like that's a famous, more famous. That's a white cheddar. Oh, it so looks more fancy. Chicken tenders, though. Yeah. There you go. Can't go wrong. They got the chicken tenders. Annabelle would An- be happy. Annabelle would be happy. Just give her chicken tenders, and she'll yep. be she'll be smiling. Now they do charge a little extra for the sides. The guacamole, woo, guacamole is expensive. Four dollars and fifty cents. But nacho cheese is only seventy five cents. Refried beans is a dollar ninety nine. Sour cream seventy five cents. Hmm. But. Uh, I personally think with the sauce that comes with them. It's plenty. I don't think you really, that's just me. I want to be a disclaimer. We don't pay for refried beans or guacamole uh, no. or no. any of that other stuff. It's good the way it comes, in yep. my in my opinion. Definitely. You know, throw a little salsa that comes on there. They yeah. got, I think, don't they have like salsa? Sauce? They have like a sauce, like a salsa for area. For like with, salsa and that. Like but hot, nacho medium. Cheese, and, yeah. No, you have to ask for that, which I don't really like it so but i know that the salsa is available so but uh like you said mindy it's it's a definite must do um, for sure and i i unless you do not like mexican food then i would say don't go there and i use and it's not on the list i used to always run down to when we were at epcot i go to germany where they had the the summer fest going on you know Mm -hmm. well it's october fest but i think that they call that restaurant like summer summer fest uh, something something along those lines and i used to always get a bratwurst yeah but all the times i've been there now and had the you know i don't really run over to germany anymore i just split the nachos with you so 
Um, I've come There's a lot of I've other options, though. You know what I mean? With that. But, yeah, no, there is. If you ever wanted I mean, to branch out, I mean, Tacos, nachos. I mean, just a whole whole bunch of uh, empanadas. So, like you said, men. And then definitely for the kids, too. With, with, stuff that's too. really That's critical because... There's not too many places back at the World Showcase that I'm aware of that actually do have chicken tenders. Yeah, I don't. And I know that. I know it sounds crazy. A lot of people complain about that. I know that one place. But if you're hot looking for some place that serves chicken tenders, go to Mexico. Go to uh, the Lucky La Cantina. You can always go to Sunshine down. Seasons at Epcot if you're looking for more front, of a food court if, if you're back style. At the showcase, but yeah. yeah, that's at the front. Um, anyway, in the in the Land Pavilion, so. Um, we didn't talk about the very number one one. No, we didn't talk about the number one, which is going to be um, our our main uh, restaurant review today. Favorite. Kind of a big uh, dive in. And imagine that it would be at the Polynesian. I can't believe that our number one for quick service. And I know we've talked about it on the podcast numerous times, but we've never done a total uh, deep dive into everything that's going on. Um, but I'm talking about Captain Cook's. What do you think of Captain Cook's, Owen? I kind of like it. You kind of like it? He didn't know I was going to ask his opinion, so I think I made him shy. Owen loves Captain Cook's because they have pulled pork. Yeah, he gets his pulled pork. And <clears throat> they also have a... Um, they have so many good Where you can get options. a Kona Cafe. We'll, we'll jump into it, but the Tonga Toast. So, oh, yeah. Um, it is... I Very personally good. think, I mean, price-wise, for for how wonderful the food tastes, um, you Worth can't you can't go wrong um, with with Captain Cooks, and they serve. Uh, uh, they do have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and late night. And so I <laughs> guess there. we'll start because we've had we've had all all the meals there. Yes, we have. Um, I will start real quick with uh, going over the breakfast. Uh, menu mm -hmm. and this is where you can get the tonga toast and mindy i know you've I got, got you've gotten the tonga toast there before why don't you describe the tonga toast you probably would want to share this and look how cheap it is i mean in disney dollars yeah. that's cheap in disney dollars nine dollars and 29 cents isn't bad and trust me when i say i really think that you would want to share like it's banana stuff sourdough bread it's kind of like french toast but yet it has those bananas in there amazing i mean i know how much you know you enjoyed it you let me take a you know take a bite of it and it's awesome now you can also get this at kona cafe a lot of people mm -hmm. when they go to eat there they get Actually, the tacos. i think that is did i get it no i got it at captain you cook's. got it at captain cook's it's, i almost got it at kona it's a it's the same thing and it's a couple dollars more right at at, at kona but kona is a nice sit, sit down, down restaurant yeah. so i mean kona's a good place um, too but uh and then i got uh, i tried the breakfast burrito which is scrambled eggs breakfast potatoes bacon and cheddar and that's like seven seventy seven dollars and 79 cents yeah i did i got it twice that trip I, huh. I really did enjoy that it was good and then the kids just got the standard fare yeah. mickey waffles which you can get just at about they any went crazy over them. they love those but uh and that comes with bacon and sausage so sometimes you can stretch that if mm -hmm. the kids uh you know, if they're just eating the waffles, well, all of a sudden, there's, and they're not eating it, Mindy, then there ends up being a couple pieces, you know, the sausage three, and bacon. off three plates, yeah. you got like, you end up having like 
four or five pieces of bacon or four sausages. Right. Exactly. You know? So, they so that turns into something mm -hmm. itself. Now these are some of these are kind of newish. Um, they've had it before the oatmeal, but the plant-based options yeah, are um, red skin potatoes, vegan sausage, sautéed red pepper, and plant-based eggs. Mm. Uh, oatmeal, and they do have kids' meals too. The kids' Mickey waffles that wouldn't come with the breakfast meat. Well, this one does come with bacon or apple slices, bacon and apple slices. And then they do have French toast as well for the kids. And then you can get extra sides of sausage or bacon for about three bucks a piece. But I, I think you'd be better off getting the entree and just getting getting the breakfast meats with that. If they share, that, yeah. If they share. Um, and then they do have a couple, they do have a bakery, some baked mm -hmm. goods. Um, they have a Moana cupcake, a brownie, bagels if you want something real quick to grab um and then just various snacks and beverages we, we, don't, we didn't um, really get breakfast there too many times just when we stayed there right when we stayed there it was like um, our last day i think i've, I've twi twice that trip sometimes it depends if we got there early enough they I were suppose. still serving breakfast yeah. but um because most of the time when we Disney, we, we would just like no, eat our not, granola bars for breakfast. We ate breakfast there only when we were staying there. Okay. Absolutely. Um, lunch and dinner, I'll let you kind of start going oh. over this, Mindy. Because these are the, the yes. Polynesian favorites. What they're really Besides the Tonga Toast, which is very famous, right. these are their other... Um, now, Owen likes the Aloha pork sandwich, but he doesn't get all the extras on it. Um, and that was good. He let me pork. try it. That was good. It has cheddar, the slaw, mm -hmm. cucumbers, tomatoes on a bun, and it comes with french fries. So that's pretty good. Um, you always get the pulled pork. Mixes, I right? get, a, I'm a toss up. That's okay? right. I, between I both, get, that's right. Sometimes I get the pulled pork nachos, but I'm going to be honest with you. I really think I prefer the pork fried rice. Pulled pork nachos are okay, but I think because I always get nachos over at Epcot. I'm like, okay, I don't need these again. Right. So the pork fried rice is delicious. I would like to try their pan Asian noodles. Yeah. Because I really like noodles. And, and I, I wonder if those noodles I wonder too. if those noodles would be similar to the noodles you can get at Ohana. At Ohana. I don't know. I don't know. That Check is that something up. to think about. But yeah, no, one of the real popular items that we have yet to try, and there's no reason why, because we've heard that they're just delicious. We heard those Thai is coconut the, meatballs. The Thai coconut meatballs. Which is house-made all beef chili garlic meatballs I cooked you. in a coconut cream served over white rice. You know, I could eat it because it's not milk. Yeah, I, I challenge you. I mean, the I, next I, trip. we got to try that. I think we're going to have to. And we got to try the noodles and veggies. We just and have to go if you have someone that's less ambitious, now the last time I wanted to try them because they actually had a Thai-flavored one, I tried their chicken wings, and they were good, but there wasn't many of them. And the chicken wings are ten ninety nine, so it wasn't really worth it. I would have been so much better off just getting the pork fried rice. Um, Did you get that one time with me that same trip we went back there? We went back and I got the pork fried rice. I, I we got, ended up going there twice, I think, in one trip. We did. <laughs> we liked that place so much. Yeah, we did. And I tried the chicken wings because we went to the Polynesian the first day when we were staying at Riverside. We went to the Polynesian right. for lunch. Um, and we yes. ate and we ate at Captain Cook's before we went into the Magic Kingdom. Well, maybe it was twice in a Because summer. that day you were just like, I don't want to get into the park when it's the hottest part of the day. Right. We're gonna that way when we go, we're gonna stay until pretty much. Yeah, I um, remember that now. Anyway, neither, neither here nor there. But I tried the chicken wings. Oliver's had the hot dog before. Mm -hmm. He typically gets like the hot dog or yeah. 
That's what he gets. He or gets they the hot have dog. That flatbread. Or he gets the flatbread. And we've tried the flatbreads. Really good. Like the flatbreads. Mm -hmm. um, pepperoni, traditional, which would just be a, yeah. you know, kind of like a cheese pizza. Or I the Hawaiian. Go for the Hawaiian the next time sometime. Uh, pineapple, onions. Yeah, that looks good. Ham. I think we just have to stay at the Polynesian again very soon. I would like to do a split stay <laughs> on, on, on our, either this coming it's trip. It's so or expensive, but it's so worth it. With five, we're pretty much limited to, which really stinks because we had so much fun at Coronado. Um, with five, we're pretty much, we could go to the Caribbean beach. Yep. We could go, um, obviously we've been staying a lot at we Riverside. Riverside a lot. Um, but uh, all the deluxes, a lot of the deluxes have studios that yeah. you can get in with um, five people. But I'd like to do a split stay. And yeah. then of course, um, Annabelle is going through a huge car phase right now. And she's so, got this Lion King phase. In a Lion King. So we might go over to um, get one of the um, family family uh, Sweet. suites. At Art of Animation. I think having that extra space. But if we did good. like a five or six day this summer, I think maybe we could do like three or four over at Art of Animation maybe and then pop on the last couple of days at uh, Polynesian. I like that. I idea. definitely don't want to start there. You'd want to finish yes, at the Polynesian. I agree. Because I hate to say it, you, once you leave. You don't want for to leave us, the For us at least, it'd be like, okay. But I, it would be okay if we left and went there, but it would be very difficult for me to be like first two days at the Polynesian and then, and then the last four it. days. No. That, I don't think mm -mm. that's going to work. At least that wouldn't no. be what I would want to do. No. But I think we could swing a couple days over there. I think so. For sure. Um, um, or we'll just join the DVC and then. There you go. There's that. And, you know, we should talk about that on one of the upcoming shows. But. Uh, don't want to ramble too much. Sorry. And anything else Way you, off topic um, here, that you want to talk about, so about Captain Cook's? Because the lunch and the dinner is pretty much the same. And late night option, they have late night. They just have the flatbread pizzas and some of the baked goods that would yeah. still be left over. But uh, it's, um, it's not a big restaurant. There's no. lots of outside seating. Um, it's really neat there at night. Um, it's real close to where they have uh, the outside um, part of Trader Sam's. Mm -hmm. And it's just everything about the Polynesian. I guess what I would just... say is if you, you can't, because obviously, you know, we've only stayed at the Polynesian a hand, like two times. Um, but we always go there. But if you we can't always go there. stay there, yeah. you can still go visit there. And it's yeah. a great place if you wanted to take a midday break, but you don't need to go all the way back to your resort. So if you're having like a Magic Kingdom day or an Epcot day, it's a great place to take a break. And then if you're not on the meal plan, or even if you are on the meal plan and you want to use your quick service, right. you can head over to Captain Cook's. I mean, I mean, it's so awesome for a midday break. Yeah. Even if you just yeah wanted to get a dessert, pineapple and I is right out there to get a Dole Whip. And there's the Tambu Lounge upstairs. Tambu Lounge. That you can, I mean, it's Kona just Cafe, a great place to Ohana break. for breakfast, and then their huge dinner, like we've talked about on the show. Bottom line, in my humble opinion, and this is just my opinion, I have not, I have yet to eat a bad, I have not had a bad meal at any of the restaurants at the Polynesian. No. Quick service nope. up to their, you know, their their big restaurant being Ohana. I can't Ohana. complain about any of those. Their places. food I mean, is I amazing. Just all through the resort. Love it. So, um, Captain Cooks. Any last thoughts on Captain Cooks? Go there. <laughs> go there. It's on the monorail loop. You can't go wrong. Anything else, Mindy, before we uh, wrap up the show? No. I think we're good, and I really enjoyed it, and I appreciate everybody that listens. It's very 
very absolutely. thankful for very, our listeners. Yes, absolutely. Um, with that, if you have any questions about anything discussed in today's show, please email Mindy and I at wdwchasers at gmail.com. We are on Facebook. Just search WDW Chasers and look for our logo. It is a closed group, but please feel free to join our group. We want to hear from you. We want show ideas from you guys. Ask what do you guys want us to research? What do you guys want us to talk about? There are no bad questions. Just, you know, we would just love to hear from you guys. So thank you for listening to the show. And remember, whatever your dream is, don't be afraid to chase it. Until next time, Derek and Mindy, Chaser, Chasing Away.